0: Pulled in by Adams for the touchdown. Third down and four. As Rogers throws it to Adams, makes the catch, and will take it in for his second touchdown today.
1: Shout out to the two. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy KDG back again with another Get At Me podcast. Uh shout out to all the listeners on Spotify as well that are listening to this after the playback. So I appreciate everybody coming through. Now I know it's been a it's been a weird week for us, man. It's definitely been a weird week for us as Packer fans. Uh still trying to get the official word out on Jair. Uh, we just had a whole little saga uh yesterday. If you've been following Packer's Twitter about Stefan Gilmore, I mean, I wanted to talk about this yesterday, uh, but we didn't get any uh confirmation on Jair till like late in the day. And so I just said, you know what, I just push it back to today. So I'm I'm live right now. I'm live right now, but um, yeah, man, let's let's talk about it, man, because a lot of stuff played out, man. A lot of stuff went down yesterday, and so we got to speak on it. Uh, so for those that came through, appreciate everybody coming through on this Thursday afternoon. Now, let's talk about the first thing, man. You see the title, the uh, see the thumbnail, you see the you see the picture if you're watching it on YouTube. The Packers did just sign Jalen Smith. Now, Jalen Smith, if you've been living under a rock, was randomly released, even though Cowboy fans say it's not random they said if you've been watching the games you understand why he got cut the only why it, it came to a surprise to most is because he just signed like a deal what was it last year two years ago um i have no idea what happened with Jalen uh Jalen smith I have no idea how that whole thing played out with the Dallas cowboys in fact he was just a captain for the team on sunday so as you can see a lot of stuff went down a lot of stuff went down and lucky for us he happened to be available. Now I'm not here to gas it up. I'm not here to say, hey, this is the move. This is this is this, this is that. I'm not here to say any of that. Uh, however, this was a decent pickup for the Packers. Low risk, high reward. Hell, if it doesn't work out, it just didn't work out. It is what it is. But uh for Jalen Smith to be available, especially at the time, especially at the time right now when we're getting hit with injuries, you you can never go wrong with you know adding linebackers to your to your team. Uh, As we all know, Green Bay has never been really known to have some decent linebackers the last few years. But now uh, with uh, Devondre Campbell, he's coming to age. He's looking pretty good. That looking like a a, a solid pickup. Hopefully, Joe Barry, a.k.a. Chef Barry, can cook up something with Jalen Smith, and he'll get him right. Now, the tape out there is not good. There is some tape out there where it's just like, ugh. You see why. But when you got Guys such as Ty Summers on the team and Oren Burks, not to take anything away from those guys. Um, I mean, you really can't go wrong. I mean, you can't go any lower than that. And, and I and I hate the and I hate to sound like that, but y'all know what I'm saying. Y'all know what I'm saying. And so, and Jalen Smith uh can get back right. Joe Barry has been working his magic. You know, if he can, you know, cook some up and he can get these guys right. I think this could be a very underrated pickup for us as the season goes on. Does he play this Sunday? I have no idea. Um, in fact, I wouldn't even be surprised if he doesn't play this Sunday. Uh, but Jalen Smith, very athletic. He has the tools. He just has to put it together. And like Aaron Rodgers stated, hey, sometimes for a veteran, you got to get a change of scenery to, you know, to, get, to bounce back, to get back to where you are as a player. And maybe that would be the move for Jalen Smith. Like I stated, this is a low risk, high reward for the Green Bay Packers. If it does not work, then, hey, it is what it is. You're back to square one. But if it works out. Then this will be a great pickup for us. So hopefully everything works out for Jalen Smith. Shout out to him. He signed with us this morning. And so hopefully it, it plays out and everything goes well on Jalen Smith. And now let's talk about yesterday, man. Yesterday was kind of crazy because uh, at one point in time during the morning, it was early. They got, they was getting this stuff out early. Stefan Gilmore was supposed to have been released from the new england patriots now that would have went into effect at 4 p.m eastern if i'm not mistaken 4 eastern was when Stefan gilmore was going to be quote-unquote released now bill was probably playing the game Belichick, bill Belichick, for the new england patriots probably playing the game where hey you put this stuff out there that way teams can get desperate that way teams can go out there and try to make an offer try to do something to try to get this guy before he's quote-unquote released before he hits free agency now where it was and this is just words who knows how who knows the the seriousness of all of this which is why i'm speaking on it because stefan gilmore and the green bay packers was damn near a match made in heaven you had Devontae adams out here on his ig talking about call me get at me pretty much saying get at me uh even though Devontae tweeted out hey he never called so obviously he, he he didn't call because he's he's not with the the carolina panthers but before i get to that there was a lot of rumblings a lot of people a lot of patriot people at that close to the situation close to the situation was saying that hey Stefan gilmore wants to be in green bay now when i'm hearing that i said all right cool that's that's cool with me i'm all for that obviously with the uh, uncertainty of jair alexander you could never go wrong with adding a guy such as Stefan Gilmore. I think even if Jair was healthy, you still can't go wrong with a guy such as Stefan Gilmore, even with the emergence of Eric Stokes. Because at the end of the day, you can never have too many corners, in my opinion. And the Carolina Panthers are pretty much confirming what I'm saying. You can never have enough cornerbacks on, on your team. And especially playing in the NFC where you got, you know, some teams like the Bucks they can go three, four deep at corner, I mean at wide receiver. Uh, the Cowboys can go about three deep at wide receiver. Um, who else is out there? The Rams, they can go about three deep at wide receiver. So you're going to go up against these teams with these high-powered offenses where you need probably two, three legit corners to hold down their side of the field. And so if we was able to pick up a guy such as Stefan Gilmore, that would have been perfect for us. Now, this is where the hiccup came. The hiccup came is when, you know, they put this stuff out there. They was creating a, a market, and the Packers could not have traded for Stephon Gilmore. Now, I get it. People are going to say, well, look what the Panthers got him for. They got him for what, a six-round pick. Uh, Patriots damn near gave him away for free. Even though he's banged up, he's injured. He's 30, what, 31, 32 years old. He's on the, you know, on the other side of his prime. So he's not that guy anymore. However, I still believe that he would have been a perfect fit for us seeing as. Depending on what's going on with Jair, because that, that's a whole other topic, which I'm going to get into soon. But just speaking on the Stefan Gilmore situation, uh, the Packers did, in fact, they did. Like I said, I guess they was in the mix for this, man. It's not even just a today thing. Um, the Packers was definitely in the mix where they was trying to make some moves for Stephon Gilmore. Let me just pull it up. And I know it's the, the same old, same old, oh, the Packers was close. I, I, and I get that, man. I, I, I understand the frustration when it comes down to that. I, I truly do because i understand where packer fans are coming from when they're like man you know what i'm tired of this coming in second i'm tired of always just being in the mix i'm tired of always always being almost uh but just pull i'm about to pull it up just speaking on what rob Demosky said man on the packers involvement on this entire thing now he said the packers and their involvement with gilmore they have been exploring this for a while that it didn't work, had nothing to do with the trade compensation, but rather the Packers not being able to absorb the remaining portion of his base salary on this year's cap. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Panthers are paying the, uh I think like six mil of his cap or something like that. I could be wrong, uh, but it's definitely in the ballpark in which the Packers could have, could have signed him. However, they only had about seven mil left in cat space for this season and that would have been damn near all their resources. Now, depending on, like, again, this is only week five. It's a long season to go, and maybe Gould and them Numbers looking at it, that like, hey, we already banged up. This guy won't be available until what week eight? Um, anything could happen. We won't be able to use any more re- outside resources if we go all in on Gilmore. It'll just be cheaper for us to just pick him up once he's released. At least that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Now, uh, I, uh, to continue. Uh, Rod Domoski also says at first, Gilmore wanted a massive deal to go along with any trade, even when back when even when he backed off that demand, the Patriots were still having trouble finding a trade partner. At that point, it became smart for New England to get it out there that the Packers were going to sign him if no trade. That likely prompted the Panthers to get involved. The only way the Packers could have gotten Gilmore is signing him after the Pats released him, so that way they could structure a deal more favorable to the cap. Now depending on what that number would have been, who knows? I don't know what the, the number would have officially been if they would have picked up Gilmore. I don't know if they would have just gave him four mil, three mil, whatever. I don't I have not idea I'm sure it would have been more than what the other contenders had. I think Packers had seven million on the table. uh I think Tampa Bay only had like two or three maybe uh Kansas City had like two or three. So it definitely would have been a uh you had to outbid them and they would have been able to outbid it if it came down to it, which is why the Panthers end up swooping in and end up getting uh stuff on Gilmore for the price that they got him now uh with that being said I know it's the same old same old Packer fans man they they I, I get it they they hate that the Packers just couldn't just give up the trade and, and and I understand that and you can look at it like this maybe if they don't sign stuff uh, maybe if they don't sign Kevin King they had the cap to make that move and I and I understand that as well but at the same time man hindsight is 2020 20. it's unfortunate it's really it's an unfortunate situation in which these things were available And they did not have the cap to do it. And so it's that it's just that's life. That's not just sports, man. That's life in general. Sometimes an opportunity may arise and you might not be in a position to take advantage of that opportunity. And you have to make the best of of what you have available. And so uh, with Kevin King, who did practice yesterday, by the way, he did practice. So it's looking like he's going to be back. And matter of fact, they're going to need him because um, moving on to my next point, um, he said, let's get on the call. ins. I got you, Jacob. I got you. Hey y'all want to call in, don't hesitate to ask, man. Like I said, I always want to put that out there. You guys can definitely call in. Let me drop the call-in link right now. appreciate that, Jacob, for asking. Um, if you guys want to speak on any of these topics, man, go ahead and hit that link. It's definitely in the chat. So if you guys want to call in, hit that link, and I'll get you guys in here. But um, like I stated, it's unfortunate that it played out because now that I get to the Jair situation is that we still have no idea the severity of his injury. Now, one minute we're saying that he can play this Sunday. Next minute we're saying that, hey, if he needs surgery, he's out for the season. And they still have no idea what type of approach to take with this. Now, it seems like he could play if necessary. uh, But if he needs surgery or if the possibility of him needing surgery is on the table, then that makes it kind of complicated, which in my opinion, keep him out until after the bye week. I'm prepared to go that far uh, to the point where you don't get him back until December. So if you get him back in December, then you make that decision from there. Uh, but if it's that bad, and it sounded like it's more grade two now. I don't think it's grade one anymore. Sounded like more like grade two. I went over the grades the other day where I think grade two was four to six weeks. So if it sounded more like a grade two tear on his AC joint, then they're going to have to, like I said, in my opinion, keep him out until after the bye week. That's how I would go about it. And now some people are saying, man, hey, if you would have known Jair's injury was this serious, then maybe they should have went out there and got uh, Stephon Gilmore. But, hey, there's other options that they can obviously do. I mean, you have to trade deadline. There's a lot of different alternatives to go to try to mask this injury. And so um, let me see what the chat is saying. I appreciate everybody that's came through. My boy Special, what are saying? He said, at this point, i just be having it. It is what it is mindset with the Packers since the championship game. I mean, listen, Um, honestly, man, I'll be on Twitter. I'll be pushing agendas. I'll be doing all types of stuff. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's nothing I could do to make anything happen. There's nothing that you guys can do to make anything happen. It's up to the front office, up to Guttenm to do it. Like when they get when it gets all the emotions involved, man, that, that's where I fall back. I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to have fun. Win, lose, or draw. I'm out here having fun. I'm not gonna be a your, your doom and gloom tweeter. I'm not gonna be out there saying that all oh, the the world is ending after every little move is made. I'm not out here to rant. I'm not out here to do anything, man. All I can do is be honest and true to myself. And so, um. If that's the way I'm feeling, then that's the way I'm feeling. But at the, most of the time, if y'all been here for a while, y'all know how cool and optimistic I am. I man, I'm very optimistic when it comes to the Packers. Uh, like I state, man, as long as 12 is healthy, I'm good. I'm definitely good. And so um, I'm good. At the, when it's all said and done, I'm definitely good. I takes it one week at a time, one game at a time. If these guys can pull it out, I'm all for it. If not, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is in my book um let me see what else you guys are saying man i do appreciate everybody like i said that came through uh drew said packer fans are really divided right now i mean listen that's nothing normal i mean even when we winning we still divided. It. it's it's kind of crazy but that's just how the fan base is man you got one side that's that's always negative i told you so type of fan base and then there's the other side where it's like hey man we're just chilling we're just going along with the with the uh with the plan and we'll, we'll see what happens we'll definitely see what happens um Jacob said, uh, yeah, bro, I don't know about everyone else. I mean, look, we'll see. we definitely see. But uh,
2: I got to call it.
1: My boy Drew came through. Let's go ahead and get Drew on the line. Uh, Drew, man, what's going on with you, man?
2: Hey, what's up, bro?
1: I'm all good.
2: How's it going, man? It's It's been a weird two days as a Packer fan, bro. I, I, I won't lie. It's been weird. Mm-hmm. We got so much division with the fans right now, bro. It, it's crazy. Like it, what they
1: talking about, man. Talk to them. What they talking about?
2: You got Packer fans out here standing, Ty Summers and Berts. <laughs> you you can't get you can't get any worse,
1: right? And that's, thing
2: pick up. That's a, and that's the thing with the pickup.
1: That's and that's the thing with the Jalen Smith pickup. I mean, it's not like it's not like you know you can get any worse than what we have. That's why I don't understand what was the big uproar for. I mean, I don't get it. But hey, you always got that side of the fan base that want to talk. And then you
2: got uh you you got people out here saying that Barry won't be able to work with him. Like I don't understand how you can defend uh, guys that give up almost everything in the middle of the field. Any mm-hmm. any little in route, any little you know, curl route, they, they just don't protect the sticks like that. But you got a former pro bowler coming in and people are against it. I mean, I just don't see it. I I don't see the reason to be against it.
1: And that's the thing. Like, listen, they, when you look at what we have out there, I mean, listen, you gotta throw some at the, you know, just throw some on and to see what sticks. And if Jalen Smith sticks, then that's another solid pickup that that can help this defense. And like I said, give Joe Barry, I mean, an opportunity to to try to get him right. Like I said, like Robert said, man, sometimes all you gotta do is just have a change a change of scenery to get right to get your head back in the game. He's still young. What is how old is Jalen Smith? He's like what twenty five maybe. I mean, he's real young, man. He's a young player. Uh, He's 26 years old. He just turned 26. So uh, he's a young player. Um, You know, he he can go sideline to sideline if need be. And, you know, hopefully, you know, he can get right. He can definitely get right.
2: Yeah, then you got Bengals fans out here talking spicy. Oh, yeah. They talking talking real spicy, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you
2: know. know, First thing I saw on Twitter was something – was uh, something about the Jalen Smith signing? They're like Bengals by eighty. Like y'all talking real spicy <laughs> right
1: now. I mean, look, that, that come with the territory. It's all good though. We gonna see them on Sunday, and, and I'm definitely gonna speak on that matchup. I know I, it's been a crazy week. I ain't really got into the matchup this week, but I'm definitely gonna speak on that matchup tomorrow. So uh, then, sound
2: uh, dire. Uh, Anything uh, on that? I just hope he's all right, bro. Like I, I know they're they're looking at all the options, but if you have to rest him. Until the, the I, I think they don't want to rest until the uh, till the bye week. Mm-hmm. I think they want to play him, but it would be very wise not to.
1: That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at.
2: You, you want him to play safely, but you already know if if you're injured in a ball game, they're going to go after you every play. Mm-hmm.
1: They're
2: right. going to test you, see where you're at. Same thing with Kevin King playing on one leg in the NFC Championship.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad you said that because when they know they seen Kevin King out there and he was out there banged up, they attacked him early and often. And so, yeah, so definitely right guess, about that.
2: I guess Packers, I guess they learn from it. They should learn from it and not play him. Just you, you just got to put your trust in your guys, you, you got to set them up for success, right? The, the game plan has to be executed correctly this Sunday. Yeah, I get it. It's, it, it's early in the season. But you want to play to win every Sunday. Yep. All That's these good. games count. The NFC is so wide open. And you get like, that
1: number one seed in the NFC, man. Anything can happen.
2: Yeah, that 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 number one seed is so imperative this year. It, it's it's so important because mm-hmm. only what is it? Uh, this year, it's only one week gets that buy, One team gets that bye?
1: Only that one team. Yep. Same as last year.
2: See, it's it, it's, it just it just. It just uh makes it even more important to win every week. I mean, granted, I get it, you won't win every game, but that just comes with the territory, you know what I mean? And right. then you got people coming for goop talking about he didn't do enough. Like, what did you want him to do?
1: He tried, man. He tried like, with the resources that he had. I mean, you gotta you you wanna you wanna be aggressive, but at the same time you gotta be smart. And so, um, you know, it just didn't work out for us, but it's all good. He went to the listen, my whole thing was this. He didn't go to the Buccaneers. I'm good.
2: Yeah, I'm good. It's, it's they're like, we're so frustrated. Just imagine how he felt. Right. You you can you can't just you can't just automatically say that oh he didn't try hard enough, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. All the man could do is pick up the phone and call. Hey, that's
1: that's
2: all how I be. Do.
1: That's all that's how I'd be but uh drew i'm about to get you up out of here i appreciate you calling as always bro oh anytime anytime for you to come through man it's always the the floor is always open for you to come through bro so i appreciate that all
2: right you're welcome later bro yep
1: yep so hey drew came through appreciate that as always i'm trying to get back to these chat to these comments to these to these uh this chat right here uh let me see what else is being said uh Jacob said, yeah, bro, I don't know about by everyone else, but I absolutely love the signing. Uh, Matt LaFleur was uh Jason, uh, Jalen Smith's college coach at Notre Dame, and he's you gonna know exactly what to do with him on our defense. See, I did not know that. That little tidbit of the, uh information right there. I did not know, lo- I did not know that. I did not even go that deep into it. And so if Matt LaFleur can try to get some out of him, if we can get Notre Dame Jalen out of him, then hey, that'll be even better. Um, it's it's a reach right now, but hey, we can get some out of him, man. That'll be definitely be dope my boy philip came through he said my thoughts uh where it could have been another great mentor for stokes was my reason for being super upset but it's cool yeah i mean listen anytime it's not even just a mentor for stokes something like jair jair is still young too he could have definitely used the experience from a former uh defensive player of the year and so we got another call up in here my boy special Ooh, my boy special ain't been through I ain't, fact, I ain't never spoke to my boy special outside of twitter but special sir what's going on with you man You there? I don't hear you. I know you. I see you muting back and forth, but I don't hear you. Come back in. Leave and come back in. I got you. Make sure your mic good. Make sure your mic good. So we're going to try to get special up in here. I'm going to read some more comments that, that's that's going on. Appreciate Zach coming through. Appreciate the shout out, man. Hey, it's all good. I love the support. I definitely love support. My boy Liam, he said, it's weird how they aren't officially ruling him out this week, but they're also not sure if he needs surgery yet. I guess we'll see how it turns out. And see, that's the crazy thing. Like, normally, if it's something crazy to the point where you got to get surgery, then that sounds like you're going to be out for a minute. And so uh, before I get back into that, let me see my boy Special. I see my special uh, special good. Special, you there?
3: Yo, can you hear me now? There we go. We all good. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? This is, like, my first time getting on here. But like,
1: hey, it's all good. It's all, all good. Right, How you like, doing? You, you good? Everything good?
3: Yeah, I'm good. I'm just like shoot, busy with like school and work. To be honest, that's why I haven't really been too interested in like the back stuff and all that. But like, I, know. I keep up with a little bit. But um, my question is well, actually before I get to my question, I would just like say the whole Gilmore thing. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I just have a it is what it is mentality when it comes to the team. So like, like when I, when I woke up, I didn't even know like where he was going. Bro, we but we were pushing
1: it hard, man. I was pushing yeah. it real hard. The campaign was was rolling.
3: Yeah, and I saw he went to Carolina. I was like, damn, because, like, I live in Carolina. So, like, I have a best friend. Like, he's a Panther, Panthers fan. So, like, yeah, he all excited about that. And I was like, damn, like, I saw that he was supposed to become into our team. Like, he wanted to come. Right. So, yeah, but, like, forget. well, my question now is, so, like, with the injuries to, you know, with Z and now Jair, and another one that I want people to, like, probably pay attention to a little bit like don't be too cautious but like just a little bit um darnell savage mm. like, i know um he went out that the game like two times in a row like two weeks back in a row so i feel like maybe there's just, like a little small lingering injury that might be coming but just keep an eye on that but like my question is so we obviously got injuries to like big players on the defensive end and i know the idea is to pretty much score on offense like mm-hmm. we probably got to score teams but since MVS is down, which is our number two receiver, what do you think is like the key to being able to outscore offenses?
1: Um. Well, obviously, this is um uh, with, with no MVS, man. It's kind of it's kind of crazy how underrated his his presence is on the field because he's the yeah. only true deep that a uh, uh, deep threat that we have, and mm-hmm. so that opens up a lot of stuff underneath, and that actually helps out Devontae. and so. I think it's gonna. It might be an adjustment period for them, and I think they adjusted pretty good as the game went on against the Steelers. Where we can't just zero in on Devontae, even though I understand Aaron likes to go to Devontae all the time because he's open most of the time. He's open, but if he's yeah. in double team, they putting safeties over him, then you got to go somewhere else, and that's why we end up getting Randall Cobb. And so um, there's different ways for them to to get going outside of just uh, relying on Devontae. I mean, you still got Aaron Jones, you still got that running game. Uh, we're just going to need the other wide receivers to step up. It's just going to be one of those things where they might have to step up. Same thing with the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to go out there and, and, like I said, handle their business. They have to help out this defense because I don't think this defense is built yet or prepared yet to carry games. I think mm-hmm. they're slowly getting better for each week. I think they're getting better each week, but we still need that offense to carry us early on in the season. And so they're going to have to figure that
3: out. So yeah, I- that's – that's basically what I was saying. I think um, it's kind of wild saying that because the year twenty twenty one, but right. I feel like Randall Cobb is like our best option when it comes to like a receiver there because it's we know Lazar he's like probably one of the best wide receiver blocking like wide mm-hmm. receivers and our other wide receivers like ESB uh, Amari Rogers duty they, they got Malik Taylor I think on the roster, but um, I don't, do. I don't think they I don't think they really got like too much trust in them to like go out there and perform. Nah, so I feel like since Randall Cobb been here, you he got you know rapport with Aaron Rodgers. I feel like that's going to be
1: that's going like, to be big, right,
3: second that's or third receiver.
1: Right, I think that's going to be big as the season goes on, and, we, and then we'll start understanding why they made such a big deal bringing him back, man. Because at at first I didn't I didn't know, man. I didn't know how that was going to play out. I yeah, same about. here. Because he was real mm-hmm. quiet and. And I always say, man, small receivers in this game don't really, you know, ain't really the move. But if Randall Cobb can get going, then maybe that'll help out Amari moving forward. So, hey, yeah. You got anything else to ask me?
3: before I get you out nah. call here? Nah, that's all. But you all I good? appreciate you yeah, appreciate coming on here. Uh, you're doing a great thing with Jaron, man, so keep it up. I'm trying, though. Hey, Special, it's all love, man. You already know what it is.
1: You already yeah. know what it is. So, all right, man. I, I appreciate Special coming through. I got another call up in here. H.J. in the building. AJ, you you live, brother. What's going on?
3: What's up? Can
4: you hear me?
1: I can hear you. It's all good. How's it going?
4: What's up, bro? I'm heading to work right now, but man, I used to be a I used to be a Brian Gutekunst hater. I wanted him fired, <laughs> but ever, ever since that um, Jalen Smith and Razul Douglas, that's enough. I I like him now. Like that's all that I have problems with. We don't add to the team. Mhm. But I, everyone makes mistakes. There's gonna be a bad pick. You know, Jordan Love. I support that, but right. some people don't. But ever since these last two things, I feel like. He really elevated what he was before.
1: Right. And see, the thing with Gouda is, I mean, not every move is a splash. I, we, and I get that. We see what some of these teams doing they're getting these big names and getting these splashes done. Uh, but Gouda's is just, you know, I think he takes what he can get. Um, it may not always be the biggest name, but if, they, if these guys can come in and contribute, I mean, it's definitely a different approach than what we had with Ted, in my opinion. Yeah. And so – uh, hopefully, it all plays out, man. How you uh, how you feeling about all this news, though, man? How you feeling about uh, how you think Jair's gonna play out, man? How you think that situation gonna play out?
4: Jair being injured, yeah, I think uh, it might be ugly for a couple weeks, but Stokes look pretty good, he could probably fill in eventually. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. And and Razul, you know, he's already better than Kevin, so
1: you like that I'm pickup?
4: Happy. I'm happy.
1: That's what's up. Hey, that's what's up. Hey. I appreciate you calling, coming through. I got hey, another no call. I got to
4: go. It's kind of dangerous driving right now. but Hey, hey,
1: you, hey, you be safe out there, man. Keep yeah, your I head up. You.
4: Have a good
1: one. Hey, you too. Hey, AJ came through. I appreciate that. We got another caller in here. We got Thomas in the building. Thomas, what's going on with you,
0: man? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good. yourself? Doing great, man. Um, I want to say a couple of things. Um, I'm, I'm happy that the Packers got Jalen Smith. You know, a lot of people was just, you know, Talking trash. Oh, he's gonna be, you know, a lot of cowboy fans was talking trash talking about, oh, they got they, they, he's slow, we don't need him, like, and I'm uh-huh. like, he's a pro board two years ago. What are you talking about? Like right. and then like other than that, it was like, you know, I was so sad they didn't get um um Gilmore, but you know, he's not gonna be ready to week seven, so you know how long how he's gonna be. Then you got other you know how long he's gonna be out. So it's going to be a slip and slope with that. But getting a guy in the middle of that field that has been struggling with with tight ends is, you know, it's been third forever. And then they get the third down. They need somebody in the middle to cover that field. So I think he can do it. But, you know, my question is to you is how long do you think he's going to play this weekend? How long do you take him to get aggravated to, to play this weekend?
1: Honestly, um, like I stated earlier, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be surprised if he did miss this week. I actually, you know, it, I, it would be understanding because you know they bringing him in now. I don't even know if he's in Green Bay right now, and I know they got like another day of practice before they end up heading out uh, to Cincinnati. So I think they're gonna try to get him up to speed tomorrow, maybe today. Like I said, I don't know because uh, even with the Rashad Butler uh, pickup, he was in Green Bay when they announced all that, and so he okay. was there before you know anybody even knowing he was even you know, being, you know, brought in. And so if Jalen Smith is, is in there right now, they could get him in. And I'm sure we'll find out within like a couple of hours if he's out there. Um, well, I think if, if he practiced today, I think he
0: plays. Well, good. I just I just hope that, you know, right now Packers 3-1 right now. So this Bengal game going to be a little bit tough. But mm-hmm. I really think that if they can get through these tough games, it's going to come up a couple of weeks. I think they'll be in good shape. You know, the to get their defense better. You know, I don't know if it's every smith injury gonna be, but I just hope that this team just hold together on defense because they did okay last week, but that was, that was the that was Steelers. you know they so. suck.
1: Right. But
0: <laughs> we'll just hope that this team keep it up and um best wishes to you, bro.
1: Hey, I hey Thomas, I appreciate you calling. I appreciate you coming through, man. I definitely appreciate that support. And so um, uh, like I said, man, always man, if anybody wanna call in and come through, never hesitate to hit me up i'll definitely get you guys in here man because we all fans at the end of the day and and like i said it's called the get at me podcast you just got to get at me you got you got to get at me um but let me read some more uh the chat and then we're gonna get up out of here man because i try not to have these too long but i appreciate all the love man i definitely appreciate all the love uh phillips said offer the panthers king and a higher draft pick for them paying uh the the salary this year (laughs) and hey it look like King is gonna stay for the rest of the year, and it's crazy because I always said, man, I would not be surprised if King was out of there by trade deadline, man. But that hit the Jair makes things a little bit complicated. It definitely does. Uh, Trey G said, "Truly, I think he will work out fine. I think his motivation just went up fifty notches." I mean, listen, the team just gave up on him. The Cowboys just gave up on you, and, and you're young, and you don't want to be that guy that got given up on, you know, early in your career. And I and I think that hey the Green Bay Packers can get him right. It's actually crazy because when he was, I actually wanted them to draft him that year that he was in the draft. And I think that was the year they picked uh, Kenny Clark and Jalen Smith. Clearly dropped due to injury that he had in his uh in his college days. And so um, if we can get him back, I don't know if we can, but if we can if he can dig deep and get right. And I think Green Bay gonna keep him focused, man. It ain't like it's, it ain't like it's Dallas. It ain't the Big D up there in Green Bay. It's really quiet. It's really chill out there. So all you can do is just be a Packer player out there. And so if you can just get your head right, get your mind right, I think he's going to be good. And so, uh, Brian, it's all good. Ain't nothing wrong with being late, man. Better late than nothing. That's how I always call it. But uh, we're going to wrap this up right here. Appreciate everybody coming through. Definitely going to try and come live again tomorrow once we get some more information. Uh, let's Just see how things play out. And so we're going to get ready for that matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to speak on that tomorrow, same time, 1230 Eastern. But before I wrap this up, uh, make sure if you guys are not subscribed to the Spotify channel, make sure you guys follow that channel. That uh, podcast link is definitely in the description below, just in case you guys are not aware of that. So with that being said, I appreciate everybody coming through. As always, like my boy Drew said, go Pack Go! And I'll catch you all on the next video. I'm out. Peace.